Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Dudes Behind the Foods, the podcast where we talk about foods and we are dudes. And I'm Tim Chatharangsu. I'm David So. Talk about that sweater. What in the world? What? You have the Squirtle Squad on it. Yeah. Where did you get that? It is a collaboration with Pokemon and um, uh, Chinatown Market, I do believe. Oh, my God. And um, someone just sent me a bunch of them. <laughs> That's so fucking random. Yeah, pretty sweet, right? It's so, it's so weird when you see like like Chinatown Market stuff. It literally looks like the it's just the flea market Chinatown Market shit that you would see. Yeah, pretty cool, right? <laughs> People can make anything cool nowadays. It's like as long as they put like a branding behind it. Yeah. Because back in the day, someone would get made fun of for wearing like those like swap beach sweaters. For wearing Pokemon though, everybody loves Pokemon, dog. Yes, when you're past the age of thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I tell you, um, going to the swap meet, I would always get. Um, that's where I would get my fake Fubu stuff. I would get my fake Adidas. Ah, uh, it would be called Adidas. Oh, Adidas with the soccer <laughs> ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yep. I remember that. Um, Fubu stuff was so expensive, and then I remember I'd go into like just some, um, uh, either like Compton Swap Meet or like uh, Norwalk Swap Meet, um, and they would always have, like, because especially when the Fubu Platinum stuff came out, so expensive, but then like they had it there. Dude, South Pole jeans, Sean John, uh, what's it called? Uh, freaking Echo, mm-hmm. and then if you were really really balling or dealing drugs. The Marte Francis Gerbo jeans. Oh, the Gerbo jeans. Yeah, those, those fucking were expensive. Bro, I would go to Thailand and come back with a whole stack of Echo jeans, bro. Echo shirts and jeans and sweaters. And then there just be a little Thai words beneath it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, they, they did good bootlegs out there. I, I remember one time I went to Thailand and um this was back when, you know, um, Big timers were doing the gator boots with the pimped out Gucci, and everyone was wearing like Gucci print, Burberry print stuff. And I went to Thailand and I saw a fake Burberry bucket hat. I was like, oh, yes, please. 
and a Burberry jacket and a Burberry shirt. And I bought all this fake Burberry shit from Thailand. And I came back to school that year and everyone was like, okay, Tim with the Burberry. Wow. <laughs> you didn't know it was fake? Nah. nah. Could, <laughs> you could not tell. Nah. The Asian stuff looks really good. Yeah, man. It's hard to tell unless you like really fucking observe it. I mean, who can who can really tell? It's like you know the designer shit, you know. I like the, I remember the first time I got these uh, white ass Air Force Ones, mm-hmm. and then you know that shit was shiny as a motherfucker. Right when you walk on campus, like okay, you got the Air Force Ones. When you were younger and you would cop something that everybody wanted, it made you feel really good. Yeah, it made you feel like the shit. Yeah, bro. And you had the Burberry. That's why I never got in. I never got into Jordans growing up, and I've told this story on my podcast. But I've, I, um, I never had Jordans growing up, and I remember, um, because you know my family just couldn't afford it, you know. So we always yeah. usually I was like a Fila's type of guy, you know, because it was right in that wheelhouse of things they could afford. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember there was some Jordans. It was time for me to get a new pair of shoes, and I kept going back to this one pair of Jordans. I call them the Couch Jordans. Apparently, they're the threes. No, no, no. They, they, it looks like there's a couch on the side. Um, they're the thirteens. Th- I want to say thirteens. Let me, let me double check. Come on with the. <clears throat> it's like it looks like a couch. Yes, and there's like yeah. little. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It was the thirteens. It's like the navy blue thirteens. Yeah, and um, and I was like, oh. my dad kept seeing me going back, and he was like, you want those? Let's get them for you. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy, right? And um, going to school that day. I was like in fourth grade. Everyone was like, Tim with the J's? Whoa, Tim got some J's on? Wow. That everybody has. Those things are fucking nice though. Yeah, man. Um, it was, it was, that was just the pair. That was my first pair of Jordans ever. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. We're just going to fact check yeah, ourselves this real quick. Yeah, this is one with the, with the couch cushions. Yes, stuff. the couch cushions. I always called them the Jordans with the couch. And those were like the only pair that I really liked as a little kid. But then I got into like fours and stuff growing up um, a little bit. Um, there's one pair there's the funny thing is there's a couple of shoes that i wish i had right but i don't have right now mm-hmm. there's these uh the off-white but they're air max mentas they were the silver ones okay they didn't cop them when i could have yeah and now they're like a thousand dollars of course i will never pay a thousand dollars for a pair of shoes <laughs> ever i don't give a fuck i don't care how much money i have you're balling now bro i don't care how much money i have i absolutely refuse you gotta do the resale sometimes mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I fucking refuse. I'll never do that because I'm 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 aware of these things all yeah. the time. So, like I understand if it's like collectors and it gets valued, then you want to sell it. But I wear all my shoes, yeah. so I'm not spending a thousand dollars on it. Also, they had a limited edition uh, threes, but it was the South Korea one, <laughs> and they only made like like a couple hundred. Ah, uh, and you're South Korean. Yes, and I want those so fucking bad. But there's no point in wearing them because they're so fucking expensive. Yeah, like you wear them, they're done. They're not gonna make them again. Yeah, that's true. They're not, they're not gonna bring those back. I remember I, I yelled at AJ Raphael one time because I saw him coming out of Disneyland with Yeezys on. We ran into each other, and he had some boots on, and I was like, "Bro, you wear your Yeezys to Disney? What are you doing? Why are you wear your Yeezys to Disneyland?" He's like, "He's like, I know, I know, but they're so comfortable." I was like, "Oh, I can't believe you did that." And then I actually had to send him an apology text because the the when we filmed our Disney video, you wearing Yeezys. I wore my Yeezys, and I texted him. Cause they were my old Yeezys and they were actually kind of dirty now. And I was like, Hey man, I owe you an apology. I wore my Yeezys to Disneyland today and, um, they my, saved my feet. And yes, they were, the, I mean, they're just, they're so comfortable. I like sh- the thing about shoes is though. It's like at the time when I was a kid and I, when you're broke, if you grew up in a broke area, the, sh- the, the signal of cool was shoes, right? It's like whatever the fuck you were wearing. Mm-hmm. When I got some money, I bought all the shoes 
I could possibly buy. Yeah. It, it was an addiction, like, just because, like, I wanted to fulfill this hole. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. like, this is what I have. I have every Jordan from 1 to 13, every fucking pair. And then I'm like, my whole room is just shoes, and I can't wear these. Why not? It was just too many. Uh. I, had, I had probably over, like, 200 pairs of shoes. <sighs> Chia I, is so mad because I literally have so many pairs of shoes that take up all this room that I, I never wear. But I don't want to get rid of them. I can't. It's hard. I can't. But, I mean, it depends, right? Because, like, the stuff that I had was, like, stuff that I guess most people wouldn't wear because they didn't want to crease it. Yeah. I mean, when I sold it, I made, a, I made a fat profit because, you know, I got them at a good price. But at the end of the day, it's like, if I'm not going to put these on my feet, I'm not going to buy them anymore. Yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, I, I have all these fucking shoes that I buy, and I always just can't, I end up wearing the same Nike Air Maxes. Same ones, me yeah, too. all the time. Um, but I remember back in, you know, junior high when we were wearing uniforms, especially junior high, high school, that was how you... You know, you showed your styles with your shoes, with your style, like not only your style, but also like what you were about. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, are you a Vans guy or are you a Jays guy? You know, and you could tell a lot by someone just by the shoes. And nobody, you know what? The, The typical just black and white Vans, they go with everything. They fuck with, they go with everything. I love them. I was definitely, oh, bro, back in the day, I used to, um, you know, high school, it was fresh Air Forces. Whenever I could get them, you know what I'm saying? Once my shit got dirty, it was like time for a new pair of Air Forces. And um, and this is when I first started bootlegging. I started selling candy in high school to make money because I didn't want my parents spending money on like shoes, right? Or clothes. So I would go to, I would go to like wherever, like Smart and Final and get a, like a box of M&Ms and Snickers for like, I don't know, 10 bucks and sell them all for a dollar each and just like be just me making money, right? And I started bootlegging CDs because I was the only person that had like a computer that could bootleg CDs. And um, and I became like the bootleg guy, you know? And I would have like fucking, um, I would make mixes. I would, sell, I would sell all the straight up bootlegs for $3. I would make mixes for $5. And then for the CDs that didn't sell, I would put a red dot on it and I called it I was like alright I got a red dot I got a red dot sale everything with a red dot is one dollar you know what I'm saying I would have like little uh, little little sales you know look at you you've been hustling since you were super young yeah bro what the fuck so you're one of those annoying ass kids with candy fuck you <laughs> nah, they loved me man I was the candy CD man man I was in Vegas and you know got those candy kids he's like hey so would you like to buy a candy bar I'm like no <laughs> but here's five bucks oh just cause I appreciate it's like they're trying to make money. Why would you buy the candy? It's really good. World's finest chocolate. It's so good. I just don't want candy. I didn't want candy. Uh, are you not a candy person? You're not a sweet person? I don't like candy. You don't I'm, like candy? I'm not a big candy guy. Interesting. Absolutely. Well, it <sighs> depends, right? Like, it depends. I like gummies and stuff. Uh-huh. I like Japanese candies. I don't like the porn, but I, I do like <laughs> But I do like their candy because it's not too sweet. Like, American candy is very, very fucking sweet. I didn't really like candy until I got older, actually, because when I was a little kid, my parents kind of limited how much candy I would eat, you know? Mm. And... um if I had one piece of chocolate, they made me brush my teeth right away. They didn't want me to get cavities. Oh, shit. Yes, yeah, so I just never really got into candy until I got older. And then I kind of got a little sweet tooth in terms of, like, I get down on the occasional, you know, chocolate bar. I got a little sad because I'm in a very nice neighborhood in, um, in the area that I live in. I almost said it. But uh, <laughs> so when I see a nice neighborhood, I'm like, listen, oh, I, I could be the house in Halloween that gives out dope candy. Okay. So I got that big ass fun size, mix size, but then it has like Almond Joys, Twix, Snickers, Three Musketeers, all the good shit. Yeah. No candy corn. I don't know why you fucking like candy corn. I like- Why I'm, do you like candy I'm corn? I'm so sick of the candy corn slander, man. Out of all the candies you could eat, why the fuck would you eat? Do you like red vines too? 
Yeah, you're such a piece. Of, you like all these old timey candies, like all this old shit. You know, give me that whip of Zabazoo. Like what? Why? And you judge my love of raisinets. You're old as fuck, bro. <laughs> Who the fuck? Okay, let's just say this. Whenever we travel together, right? This guy always like where the, where the raisinets. Nobody in the history of men has ever salivated over raisinets. What are you talking about? And I tell you what, when I go to the movie theaters. Popcorn, raisinets. Why? Because <laughs> it's good. No. Chocolate and raisins is the perfect balance, man. It's not the perfect balance. It doesn't <laughs> taste bad, but I don't know anybody who craves it. You take the chocolate with the raisins. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know how I came up liking raisinets. I don't know how that happened. Raisinets makes more sense than candy corn. I Here's the thing. I don't like crave candy corn. I just don't dislike candy corn. If there's candy corn in front of me, I'll eat it. Red vines taste like band-aids. <laughs> like a used band-aid with sugar. Red vines is more Rick's thing. That's his shit. What is with people and red vines? They don't taste good. It tastes like band-aid glue. You're not supposed to yuck other people's yum. I don't give some. a fuck. It's just a yuck of a yuck. Right? Oh, let me tell you what. M&M's did these M&M, these candy corn M&M's fire. Wait, what, how does that work? It's The coating is candy corn flavored. And it was. What is the flavor of candy corn? Sweet. Some <laughs> <laughs> people don't like it. <laughs> it's sweet. It's not good. Candy corn tastes like candy corn. Oh my God, dude. I just don't understand why you like candy corn. <laughs> well, okay, while we're on the subject of things that people shame me for liking, everybody, let's rejoice because the McRib is back, baby! I'll tell you this. I love McDonald's, right? <laughs> Why do fucking people like the McRib so much? Dude, it's great. I love McDonald's. Uh -huh. I don't like the McRib. Have you ever had one? Yeah, I've had a McRib. <laughs> a lot of people that hate the McRib judge it before they even take a bite. Oh, well, that's different, though. You have to try it first to see if you... I don't... Like, I'd eat it. Yeah. I don't crave it. I tell you what. I tell you... I, I, I've always liked the McRib. I could never really explain exactly why, right? Because, yes, texture is weird. It's like... You know, almost tastes like um. It doesn't really taste like anything without the sauce, right? Yeah. Like you could like it tastes like a, a I don't know like a plant based burger with yes. with some yes. sauce on it and the onions, right? Um, Nikki Blades had never had one before, so I ordered one because I was very excited to be eating the McRib again. She took a bite. She was like, she's like, what, 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 what is this? And you know, she's like, it tastes like. School food. School food, and I realized that's why I love it so much because I used to love cafeteria food. Like cafeteria food was my shit, and um, I think there's just something comforting about poverty food, about my poverty food. Whether it be like the cafeteria food or the cheap like freezer meals I ate growing up, I do miss and I still love the uh, I call it the government apple pies. You know the ones in the that at school that they had with yes. all sugar crusted and shit. Yeah, I used to love that shit. Let me tell you, man, Mr. Hyatt, the cook at our our, our cafeteria, bro, this man was a magician. Sloppy Joe Fridays or oh, mwah. this one just takes it from a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Mr. Hyatt cared, bro. He I just gave... she was a kid just standing up in the middle, like, yo, 
Where the fuck is the chef? <laughs> Tell him to come out right now. My man, what you do is wonder. He's like, what the fuck? I just microwave shit. What are you talking about? Nah, 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 nah. I don't know what Mr. Hyatt did back there, bro. But the sloppy jokes, he used to make this like weird like gumbo shit too that was oh so good, man. You make gumbo at, at your school? I call it gumbo, but it, I, it was like a slosh of things. You know, it was like a stew, like a stew with beef and other shit. And uh, I loved it. Who oh, actually cooked, cooked? I think he did, actually. Um, because I remember being like, I've never had this type of stew. It could have just been like the Dinty Moore beef stew, which I yeah. also love. Um, but man, just so many of those old flavors. Because here's the thing, right? That's how I got introduced to American food was through the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. my parents weren't making fucking sloppy joes. We just had this conversation on JK News, but yeah. one of the trashiest things that I really, really liked and I coveted was the white people sandwich. The ham and cheese with the white bread. Ah, uh, yes. With the mayonnaise. Yes, I, yes. I used to covet that sandwich so much. <laughs> These kids would just sit there and just eat it right in front of me. I, I, I was like, where's mine? Right. And my mom wouldn't make that shit. And she they're like, your kimchi stinks, Korean boy. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Who the fuck cares? I'm still fucking your mom. <laughs> and they're like, ugh, you're eight. <laughs> yeah, like, what? that's weird. That's weird, guy. No. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> but um, yeah, I just remember them eating just... If food, it wasn't good, but I just wanted it. Yeah. Like Lunchables. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Lunchables aren't good. When's the last time you had one? Last week. Get the fuck out of no, here. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. But I, I do I do buy Lunchables on occasion in my grown man life, yeah. But they're not good, though. I just I like a good ham and cheese and bread situation. Ham and cheese cracker, I like that, too. Lunchables pizza? Uh, I didn't really get into those. I did like them. I never bought them. <laughs> they're not good. Look, Lunchables, check this out. Lunchables is setting us up for charcuterie boards. Lunchables are little kid charcuterie boards. Did I tell you about my charcuterie story? No. So, I like food a lot now, right? But that's only because I've been exposed to a lot of food when I started, when I left Sacramento. Right. Before that, it was just the same shit. I would always eat cream food and then an occasional fast food here and there. <laughs> right. Wasn't opened up to the world of food until I came to Los Angeles. I'm like, what is all this shit? Uh-huh. Started eating everything. But before that, I remember I had a meeting with uh, a company called Full Screen. Yeah. And they were the they were an original MCN. Yeah. Shout out to full screen. Fuck you guys. <laughs> um <clears throat> fucking did me dirty. Fuck that company. <laughs> Suck my dick. Um yeah, fuck full screen. So did <clears throat> I say that already? Okay. Just making sure. But I met up with one of the original creators. He's the one who created full screen. It was this guy, um, George and this guy Song. They were they were buddies. Okay. <clears throat> I show up. I don't know what the fuck any of this shit is. Like, there's all this fancy fucking shit because it's like a meeting or whatever, yeah. right? So I'm, I go to this, we, we meet up at this hotel in Santa Monica. And I remember I open the door and there's a door guy and he's opening my door. Yeah. I don't know what a fucking door guy is. Like, okay. I literally grew up in like the cuts of Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, don't open my door for me. And he goes, I'm you're like, like hey, insulted? Thanks. I'm like, don't open my door. I got it, right? And he's like, this is my job. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has to open my door. Yeah. I'm like, all right, if you want, go open my door. And so I go into the bathroom and I'm walking in. There's a guy in there just standing there. I'm yes. like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Yeah. What's he doing? I'm like, what the fuck is, like, are you using the bathroom? What? I don't know he's there to hand towels out to you. Right. I'm so classless. I don't know any of this <laughs> you shit. You never even been to the club when they do that? Not my, not the clubs I went to. <laughs> fucking ghetto. All right, go Ghetto on. shit. This guy's over here just handing out fucking towels and shit. I'm like, yeah. man, this fucking service here is insane. Sit down. I meet up with the guy and he goes, so I ordered a charcuterie board. You did. No, he did. Okay. I don't know what a charcuterie board is. Uh-huh. He was like, but well, I don't want to pretend like I don't know. Yeah. So he goes, I ordered charcuterie. I was like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Right. It's fantastic. Yeah. I sit down, and, I, and it's just a board full of crackers, meats, and cheese. Yeah. And I'm sitting here freaking out because I'm like, I told him I love this. I don't know how to eat this. Aha. Uh-huh. And so he goes, 
go first. I was like, go ahead. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you go ahead. He goes, no, you go. I was like, no, you, fucking you go ahead. Yeah, please. Goes, no, no, no. Just go ahead. Just try this. It's for you. It's for you. I told this guy I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I get it. I got a cracker. <laughs> I'm looking around. I start stacking it up and I basically make a, <laughs> a sandwich. A That's big one. Like a big ass sandwich. <laughs> like, like six inches thick. Are you serious? And I'm just like... <laughs> And I'm eating it, and I'm like, am I doing it right? I've been looking around, and I see him. get He just gets, like, a piece of jam and cheese, and he eats. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> this guy's like, yo, what's this motherfucker doing? I started making Lunchables with the thing. Yeah, like, has this man never eaten before? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know what was going on. I was so fucking embarrassed. I'm like, that's why I told you to eat first, you stupid son of a bitch. Oh, that's so funny. That's fancy people shit. It is. I mean, it came out of nowhere. I feel like they just, past couple years, charcuterie boards got trendy all of a sudden. But I always fucked with it. Um, Like I said, I love Lunchables. I grew up on Lunchables. So I was like, oh, we look, I, here's me, bro, as a little fucking kid, thinking I was fancy because I started buying the adult Lunchables to take on field trips. Adult Lunchables would come with longer crackers oh. and different types of meat and cheese. Uh, Dijon mustard as your oh. condiment and a mint chocolate instead of like a Reese's or whatever. Oh, I thought I was so fucking cool, dog, back then. Let me tell you this. Yeah. On a field trip, there was a kid named Riley, uh-huh. right? Which is funny because it's also the name of my dog. <laughs> this dude uh, just got his braces in, so he wasn't allowed to have candy. And my mom, like, I don't even like candy, but she would just, right after this break. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear all about it right after, after this, this break. break. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread. Okay. Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. All right, hope you guys enjoyed that fabulous break from our sponsors. Now, back to your story about Riley. Yeah, so there's this dude named Riley. <laughs> and I remember when we were on a field trip. So Sacramento has these, like, gold mine things where you can go ahead and mine for gold and shit. Uh-huh. Because I guess the gold rush was over there. Been to one of those, yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> this dude, 
I remember he had braces. He just got them in, so he wasn't allowed to have candy. Mm. But my mom, for some reason, for lunch, I remember she was just trying to grab stuff real quick because I forgot I had a field trip that day. Yeah. So she just she made she got these Ritz crackers and she put peanut butter and jelly in between them. Okay. And she just made like ten of them then for them to me. So it was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but it's with Ritz crackers. Yeah, yeah. Shit's fire. It's yeah. next level stuff. Of course. A little salt from the Ritz cracker, the sweet little buttery cookie, mm-hmm. and then the peanut butter and the jelly. That's actually some next level shit. Yeah. I didn't know. But I was like, man, you didn't give me a real lunch. <laughs> but I didn't know what I was eating. It was delectable. But she also gave me for some reason, I remember this, a fucking like party sized bag of gummy bears. Okay. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I don't even like candy. Yeah. So I was just eating it and this kid Riley was like his parents got him this little gold little statue man covered in twenty like uh, like fourteen karat gold. Okay. And I was like, I want that. And uh-huh. he was like, I want some of your gummy bears. I don't eat gummy bears. Yeah. I love gummy bears. I don't. Okay. I was like, I want that little little gold statue though. Okay. So I literally traded him a bag of gummy bears yeah. for the gold statue. Yeah. The biggest come up ever, dude. Uh-huh. And that was my first drug deal ever. <laughs> and I became the biggest drug dealer in all of Sacramento. <laughs> I actually never sold drugs. I wish I did though. Your mom with the peanut butter and jelly crackers. I ever tell you about my weird concoction that I do with the Doritos? No. All right. So my mother, who is a magician in the kitchen, right? Ooh. Oh, that was fire. Let me. Mental note. <laughs> magician in the kitchen. Also, there's a line I'm going to use. I say it to myself in the car all the time so I don't forget. I'm going to switch it up like an amphibian. No, I'm going to switch it up like Aunt Vivian. Oh. <laughs> All right. So anyways, my mom used to do this thing where she would eat bananas with Kraft Singles, with American cheese. She would bite a banana, bite a piece of cheese. And it actually, it tastes good. It has an interesting combination of flavors going on. Try it out. I think we're going to do an episode. What, are you talking about Kraft Singles? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about we're, right now? We're going to do an episode where we try it out. Um, bananas and craft singles, all right? So, I was, after growing up, doing this on occasion, I was like, you know what this needs? This needs some texture. This needs a crunch. So, I would, <laughs> I would, I would chop up my banana. I would peel my craft cheese. And then I would lay each one out on a Dorito, <laughs> like a little hors d'oeuvre. And this would be one of my go-to snacks, especially when I was living alone. You are a <laughs> raccoon <laughs> that digs into a garbage bin with his legs kicking out on top. <laughs> what are you talking about right now? There's no fucking way a craft single and a banana is going to make me. How dare you insult my mother's palate? Your mom was high as fuck. <laughs> uh, we're going to do it. No, I'm we're, not eating no craft singles and fucking. We're going to do it. Bananas, crap. Do you still eat that till this day? Doritos. I I would if I was still eating cheese. And I made Chia try it one time and she went, oh. No fucking way. I swear to God. No fucking way. She was like, huh. No, this is like your red vine shit, dude. It's like red vines and candy corn. I don't trust your palate anymore. (laughs) Why would you, wait, why would your mom eat that? What what made her try that out? I have no idea, but she did it and it worked. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. What? That's disgusting. You're disgusting. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, on the subject of you not knowing about what's a, what's a fancy thing that maybe was gross to you before you got money and started eating at nice places. Lil Wayne has this line where he says, "And when you get rich, then asparagus is yummy." 
because I guess he just didn't like it when he I was like broke. asparagus. Always. I love asparagus. The, the the tip part of the asparagus is the best. It's Do so you uh, smell your pee when you? Oh, have... it smells horrendous. Okay, um, you want, have I ever told you my asparagus fact? No. All right, so I love asparagus, so of course I'm used to the the smell. It smells like you're farting out of your dick. That's what asparagus pee smells like, right? It's very intense. It, that's exactly what it's like. Literally, one time me and Chia were showering together in our early days, and I eaten asparagus, and I like turned around, peed in the shower, and she was like, oh my God, she's like, I could literally vomit. This pee smells so disgusting. So, <laughs> so, but then I had also run into people in my life who said, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, when I eat asparagus, I don't smell that. So I Googled it, bro. And here's what's interesting, right? So the enzyme or whatever the fuck it is that is in asparagus that makes your pee stink is in everybody. It's in everybody. But the ability to smell that is only in certain people. Oh, it's not the other way around. It's not the other way around. So it's like someone could be like, my pee doesn't smell like asparagus. And you'd walk in and be like, yes, the fuck it does. You just can't smell it. You just can't smell it. Oh. Isn't that weird? The more you fucking know. Yeah. And that was the first time that I realized, wow, taste buds kind of, I mean, nose buds kind of function the same way taste buds do. Where it's like, you know, someone might taste something and be like, ew, this is gross because you're tasting something different. Like, your nose does the same shit. Oh, that's like, okay, first of all, no. Not with the craft cheese and the banana thing. You're not going to fucking segue into that thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you see that, that TikTok trend where people were eating uh, watermelon with mustard? Yes. Disgusting. I tried it. So I tried it a little bit. I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. This is stupid. It's silly. It's 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 basically what they're saying. It's it's the idea of putting a little bit of salt on the watermelon. Just use fucking salt. Right. It's the the it's weird. Yeah, it just it doesn't it's not something they're that They're like, oh, it kind of works. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. It it's 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 like a I guess. It's like I guess, but it's the idea of putting something salty onto watermelon, which a lot of people when they open up watermelon, they put a little salt in it because it yeah. enhances the sweetness. My mom does too. Yeah. You don't need to do it with mustard though. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, a little cheese on your bananas if... Uh... No, fuck you. <laughs> Absolutely not. And the We're fact that Chia, Chia said she liked it is crazy to me. <laughs> We're doing it, goddammit. What's something that you ate that you didn't like when you were poor that you like now? Uh, liver. Oh. My mom used to always put like liver in in things. Um, soups. Soups and shit like that, and I just got, I couldn't stand it. Um, now as an older gentleman in my life, um, I fuck with some liver. Yeah, I get down. Um, whether it's in soup or I even went to a restaurant in New York and ordered some liver and onions just cause I saw it on the menu and I was like, huh, I, I like liver. I like onions. And I was like, same that. You had, I never ordered livers, liver and onions at a restaurant though. Yeah, I had it cause I just like, you know, I had always... So That's some old timey food too. I know on Doug, the cartoon Doug, it was like liver and onions was like his like shit that he was always grossed out by. It always came up like one of his either his family members or his neighbors would cook it, some shit like that. He hated liver and onions, so I always saw it on the show. And then when I saw it on the menu, I was like, I gotta have it. And you liked it. I mean, it was seasoned liver and and grilled onions. It was it was good. Did they 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 deep fry it? No, it's like it's like uh, like grilled. I think. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I saw how people prep prep liver. I guess it's the same way they they do with the balls. They they put it. They soak it in milk. Really, it's supposed to get rid of all that weird flavor. Huh. But these organ meats are supposed to be really healthy for you, like super healthy. That's what I'm saying. I feel like when you eat things that people don't usually eat, it makes you a more powerful person. Would you eat a fetus? Ugh. Like a human fetus? Yeah, like they do in Japan. What? Yeah. 
They eat human fetus. <clears throat> yeah, like the aborted baby or something like that. You know what? This could be completely blasphemous, but I think I remember reading this on an article at JK News. Where okay. I don't think, obviously it's not common. It's right, like, right. It's like, not like something at McDonald's. Yeah, it's like some weird shit that people, people that the, do. That the fucking elite do. Yeah, they just eat babies. Would you do that? I don't see myself ever, like, look, I eat a lot of weird shit, all right? I eat a lot of weird shit with the thought that this is going to make me last longer um, as a person and also it'll make me a more powerful human being. I don't think I could ever eat a fetus, no. You ate a placenta, though, you sick fuck. My wife's placenta. That's fucking disgusting. I'm not going to order a McPlacenta at McDonald's. No, first of all, I saw that video and I almost threw up. <laughs> <laughs> not because he ate placenta. It was a little pink and he was like, it should still be good. <laughs> I The only time I would ever want well-done meat is if it's fucking my wife's placenta, dude. And this fool had a little pink in it and he was like, oh, mid-rare. I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, I, the original plan was to cook it all the way, like well, well done for the, for the placenta. And then I was like, I'm so hungry. Damn, why did you eat? <laughs> what did it taste like? It tasted like, okay, honestly, it kind of tasted like liver, liver or lengua in terms of texture. Um, and then in terms of flavor, it tasted like everything I had flavored it with. You know, I was like butter, onions, garlic. Um, and texture wise, it was like, you know, liver, tongue, um, uh, an organ, you know? Why? Because it gave me superpowers for two weeks. Literally, it did. Clearly not, because you caught a cold anyways. No, I said for two weeks. Only two weeks? <laughs> you felt hella strong. Do you know what happened? What happened? For two weeks, every time I cut onions, I didn't cry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This fool in the in the span of about half an hour has said two ridiculous fucking things. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you talking so about? So I ate the placenta. And then you just you just took, took two onions <laughs> and you <laughs> squeezed them in your eye. <laughs> and you were like, wait, wait, I don't feel anything. <clears throat> no, I ate the uh, I ate the placenta and I'm like, okay, let's see if it gives me superpowers. Let's see what happens, you know, because that was the theory. I feel like if I if I eat my wife's placenta, it'll make me more powerful. And so throughout the days, I was just kind of waiting for my superpowers to kick in. And then I was cooking up a HelloFresh. Um, by the way, you can get 14 free meals on HelloFresh if you use code dudes behind the food. I don't know. I don't know if that's a sponsor yet, but um, <laughs> I'm cooking up a HelloFresh. I'm chopping an onion. And normally the onions fucking hit me. You know what I'm saying? And this time I'm like, oh, I feel nothing. I feel nothing right now as I'm chopping my onion. I'm like, I'm good. And then I'm like, this might be my superpower. That, that is the, that is the <laughs> placebo effect if I've ever heard of it then, in my life. And then like for like a week or two after that, every time I chopped onions, I felt nothing. I was like, babe, watch this. I chopped the onions, nothing. I'm good. And then finally one day I was cooking again. I was like, ugh, it wore off. Ah, oh, I feel it. Oh. It was not the placenta. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. What was it then? What did you do with the pills? They're still there. Okay. You didn't take them though. Pop them on occasion. Why? <laughs> Because Chia don't want them. All right, so for some background. I'm just going to the pantry. She's like, what are you doing? I just feel like I want some placenta today. So for background, for background, for those of you who might not know exactly what we're talking about. I'm just eating placenta for no fucking reason. When my wife gave birth, you know, when a woman gives birth, um, she also uh, pushes out the placenta. Placenta is basically an organ that develops in the woman's body to um, like send nutrients and shit to the baby, okay? It de- it's not there before, but it develops in the stomach. Um, so after the woman pushes out the baby, she pushes out the placenta. And some people think that 
if you eat the placenta, it will reap, or if the, some people feel that if the woman eats the placenta afterwards, it'll replenish some things that were lost during mm-hmm. childbirth, okay? Okay. Um, now, as far as the husband eating the placenta, there's no purpose. That's not really something people do. Um, there's no, there's no actual factual proof for or against if it provides. That it's just the thought. It's the belief. Like yes, um, it might have potential vitamins and minerals in there. All right. Some people even think it could be harmful, depending. Right. So, I was curious about it. I wanted to eat the placenta, and I was like, Chia was not interested in eating it. So I was like, here's what we'll do. How about we split it in half. We'll turn half of it into pills, which a lot of people do. And if you want, you can eat this half with me. Uh, so there's a lady who does this regularly for people, cleans the placenta, encapsulate it. And I hit her up. I was like, hey, would it be possible for you to give me half of it so I can eat it? She's like, sure. <laughs> so came to the hospital with a cooler. Or I gave her the cooler. She took it, cleaned it. She took half of it, turned it into pills in a little jar. And then she gave me the other half to do what I wanted with How it. much does that cost, the service? Oh, she did it for me for, for you know, IG shout out, all that shit. Yeah. Um, so now we have this jar of placenta pills that is our in, in our cabinet with my vitamins. And um, Chia's just really not interested. Yeah, and- she's a normal human being. <laughs> so every once in a while, I'll be like, I'm going to pop one of these. I actually probably should help me get rid of this cold later. I don't understand why you would just grab placenta out of nowhere. I just don't get the concept. It's not out of nowhere. It's out of my wife's body, so it's cool. Did you try her uh, her breast milk? Yes. People always say it tastes like uh, like sweet fruit or melons or something like that. Yeah, I, I would say um, like a honeydew milk if you get it fresh. Um, because when it's frozen um, and then thawed again, it has a funny aftertaste, almost like a like a like a like a. Mm, bitter aftertaste mm. yeah yeah but fresh like freshly pumped it's like oh this is like sugary milk yeah it's supposed to be like super hot. so i saw this documentary or this series where this bodybuilder swears <laughs> that breast milk helps him get stronger that it, it creates better and then there was a doctor who went through the whole thing they're like uh probably not yeah because it's super high in fat and calories oh i see it's like extremely it's just basically you're drinking like liquid butter i mean it's all babies can like it's literally all they need to live off of yeah high fat high ass carbs right but so this guy swears that it's, it helps him like become a better bodybuilder even though he's won no competitions and he, <laughs> and he looks like shit but apparently like it just it's, it's like mother's milk has a shit ton of calories in it interesting that's why that's all they drink, and they're perfectly fine. Would you ever try it? Probably. Yeah. Just go straight to the source. Yeah. You want to try cheese? No, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's fresh. <laughs> so my um my doula, we have a doula, right? Uh, when we when we had the baby, you know what a doula is? Uh, kind of, not really. Yeah. Uh, so it's not it's not necessary. Some people hear doula and they think it's like all like fucking like spiritual and shit. Um, it's not necessarily that. Our our doula was actually a registered nurse. Um, so she kind of like has certain tips that the medical field won't give you because it's not necessarily medical tips, all right? Like certain stretches you can do it, like to help uh, the baby get into the right position for like um, the best childbirth and oh. like certain things like that, right? Little tips along the way. Um, like there's a big like rubber ball she gave us to help Chia like put her leg on to, for, to do different stretches and like just a bunch of different shit, all right? So I was talking to our doula, uh, Sarah, um, about me wanting to cook the 
cook and eat the placenta? She was like, oh my God, I'm so curious about, about you doing that, right? And I was like, yo, she doesn't want to eat it. You want to eat it with me? <laughs> And I was like, and um, I'm like, babe, is that weird? She's like, I mean, do whatever you want. And I'm like, Sarah, are you down? Are you down? She's like, oh my God, I'm thinking about it. But no, I can't. I can't. Oh my <laughs> God, you offered your doula placenta? She's like, you're so fucking weird. You just eat, you just eat anything though, huh? Damn near. I don't know. I got my limits, man. I don't know about the placenta thing. The placenta thing is a little too much for me. Breast milk, I'll try. Yeah, that's not weird. Because I want to see what the what what, what the what, what the, the hype? hype is. Yeah, there's no hype around placenta. Nobody's like, "Yo, bro, placenta, let's try this out." That's why I'm a more powerful person than the rest of the. I'll people. tell you this, I feel like if you got into a crazy accident and you lost an arm, you'd eat your arm. You'd try it. Oh, you mean like if the arm came off? Came off, like it got sliced off in an accident, and you got you were able to save it. My own arm. Your own arm. Yes. <laughs> Oops. I've never been asked that, like, I've never been proposed that scenario before. Oh, my God. But, oh. but my own arm, you yeah. You eat your own arm? If someone was like, yo, <laughs> let's salt and pepper this motherfucker, a slice of it and throw it on the grill, yeah, I'd probably try it. <laughs> but then what if I developed a taste for, like, human flesh? Uh, I, I saw this other document where people were saying it tastes similar to pork. Oh, the people that have eaten people? Yeah. But but not their own body parts though. Like uh, this guy ate uh, a piece of his own leg meat. So uh, they got this thing where it was a tube, and they stabbed it into his leg, and it took out a chunk, of, like a little sliver of his own meat, cooked it, and he ate it. And he did that just so he could try himself. Just to try human meat. Okay, you saying it made it way more creepy. Yeah. Like me imagining someone else eating a piece of themselves made it feel gross. It's fucking. There's there's still like cannibal tribes till this day. I think. Yeah yeah right? yeah. Like they still eat each other. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. Sometimes too, when I as I get older, I think it's because I'm empathizing. If I watch like a doc about like animals being slaughtered, yeah, it makes me not want to eat meat. That I, that's why I avoid them. <laughs> I, I I can't watch. It's hard to watch. I know. Like, like I, have you seen like the uh, the way like animals are treated? Like I guess like in mass like production. I refuse. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, no, I can't. That's why I started. That's why I don't get uh, regular eggs anymore. I only get get like the uh, the pasture raised, cage free one. Really? Because I mean, technically, it's not as. I mean, it really depends on what how they grade their their chickens. Yeah. But there's uh, a specific like I get alfresco eggs, and apparently they treat their chickens really well. Huh. So that's what I get. It's more expensive, but it's worth it. For Tiffany me. Thiessen, bro, she'll hook you up. Oh, actually, I'm not gonna lie. The eggs she gave me from her like hen. Delicious. Like, was it the yolk all yellow and orange? Yes, yes, bro. I was like, I, I don't know if 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 it's just because I know this is a fresh egg, but this is like the best egg I've ever had. It was it was so no, good. When you go to like, <clears throat> when I went to France, one of the biggest things that they like is really pride themselves on is like their eggs. Yeah, they're, they're like eggs and chicken is their shit. Like they're really good at cooking chicken, and if you get eggs, like you'll see that like whatever the cafe or the brunch spots that I go to. Like I kind of peek, peek into the kitchen. Yeah. The eggs aren't even fr- uh, like in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. They're like fresh as fuck. Right. Like in like a crate and shit. Yeah. And they're just cooking it up. Super golden yolk because of the variation in the diet. Right. Like the, if you get the one that's super pale yellow, it's because they're only fed like whatever corn feed or whatever. That's all of our, that's all American eggs. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. Ugh, I, yeah, no, I, uh, I can't, I can't watch those documentaries. I didn't watch, uh, what was it? Conspiracy, Seaspiracy. I didn't watch that. Oh, I saw it, and then I had sushi the next day. <laughs> well, guys. Well, speaking of getting a snack, make sure you guys get a snack because we're going to a break.
Yeah, but Seaspiracy on Netflix was insane. Like when they talk about commercial fishing and just kind of like how fish, like this, the supposed idea of like dolphin safe tuna or whatever, mm-hmm. or like fishing practices is all fucked up. Ugh. And, you know, people are in fear that you're, we're not going to even be able to have like wild caught like bluefin tuna in the next like 20 years. Word like that? Yeah. Because of all the fishing, overfishing. Overfishing. Right. And the way it's done, like they'll do um, bottom scraping. So they'll throw out a fat net uh-huh. and they'll scrape up all the marine life all the way from the bottom, whether it's coral, dolphins, stingrays, sharks, whatever. And they mm-hmm. drag everything up. And they just toss them back in and they're dead. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking worst, dude. Damn. And did it, didn't there, there's like, so you know how usually people would cook lobster live, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there like some study where they're like, oh, actually, okay, lobsters might actually feel a little something when you boil them live. So like Gordon Ramsay, that's why he like kills them right away, like right before he boils them. Yeah, they stab him in the head and yeah. it's fine. I mean, at that point though, it's like you're cooking and you're eating it. What are we doing here? You don't want it to suffer, David. Yes, I guess. <laughs> I guess if it doesn't affect the flavor, then you might as well just stab it right in the head and just fucking throw them right in, huh? Yeah. David, don't say it like that. Maybe what I'll do is I'll take a little needle and I'll just stick it in and I'll just swirl it around real fast. No, here's what I'll do. I will body shame the lobster until it feels so bad about himself that he takes his own life and jumps into the pot himself. <laughs> so then I don't feel guilty about it. Look at your fucking it. large carapace. <laughs> It's so large. All the other lobsters don't even love you. They're like, <laughs> you probably don't even have any to to what's the shit inside their body inside their heads called? Um, the to, butter. Yeah, uh, we learned Crap this. Fat. We learned this on Sin Foods. It's called like tabuli. T- oh, the tamale. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. You probably don't even have any tamale in your head. I do have tamale. He <laughs> <laughs> takes out a little lobster gun. <laughs> Do you have, do you prefer lobster or shrimp? Huh. Hmm. Because I've had, I've had like large like U15 shrimp. That's like the, the big Oh flavor. man, those are so bomb. It tastes like lobster tail. Yeah, especially, oh, uh, the big shrimp, the guts in their heads are, so good. oh man. It, like I, I'm like, oh, I don't really miss lobster when I have that. Like the smaller ones taste different, but the fat ones are like this big. Yeah, yeah. taste like lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, too. I, I love a good lobster, you know, and I love the tamale shit too. Um, ah, man, that's tough. It depends. I, I still can't believe. So we went to that lobster festival. I was surprised. Like you find out about lobster, like it was peasant food. That shit was poor people food. I mean, bottom feeders. Yeah, they would have like like surf contracts for when they you know become a surf and they're like these indentured slaves or whatever, whatnot, right? Mm. But they were writing the contracts that I only want an X amount of lobster for food, mm. so I could eat because they it was just that's the only thing they would give them. Like, I don't want this shit. And now look at it. It's so expensive. I know. It's too expensive, man. Is, is lobster high in cholesterol like shrimp is? I'm pretty sure. I think a lot of shellfish is. Oh, man. That Your sucks. cholesterol's off through the roof, huh? <laughs> My cholesterol's definitely higher than it should be. Yeah. Why? Is that a g- genetic thing? Um, you know what? It could be, but also it could just be because, you know, um, when I first found out that my cholesterol was high, um, I think the issue was that I was eating at all these bougie restaurants thinking that if I'm eating expensive food, it's healthy. You know, I was like, oh, this isn't fast food. I'm paying expensive prices for this. This is quality food. How can it be affecting me negatively? Here's 10 ounces of Wagyu. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I'm eating mine. Like, like all the while, it's super buttery shit, super fatty shit. I remember the day that I found out that my cholesterol was higher than it should be. I had just had like a. Oh man, it was so good. It was like, a, like a 
fragua wrapped in like ugh, I think there was like some bacon on it. It was something. It was some decadent it's shit. High fat. I know, super high fat. And I just you know, and I just I love that shit. I love and I love like the fatty part of the steak, fatty part of the pork belly. Um, no wonder your cholesterol is high, dude. Yeah, bro. Look yeah, you, you look healthy, but you're fucking me on the inside. It's all—it's terrible on the inside. Yeah, it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's all bad. Like avocado has high fat, but it's like in conjunction with what you eat, right? So it's like if you have high fat with high carbs, it tends to be really bad. Oh, also, oh, that same meal—I just remember this where I had that fucking flagwa shit. I also had um, like quail eggs, like wrapped in bacon, and quail eggs are so high in cholesterol. Oh, for real? Quail eggs are like. For how tiny they are, they're probably the most like cholesterol condensed little thing you can. I could eat a thousand of those. They're so fucking bomb, dog. It's because the yolk is so much more than the white. But see, that's why it's high cholesterol. I love it. See, so I I think that's like the biggest thing is when you start making money, you could kind of expand your palate because you're not looking so much at the price anymore. Exactly, you're looking at more of what you want to eat. Whatever I want, and now. The bills are pretty high. Ne- well, the, the medical bills. Oh, the, the medical bills <laughs> As a are result. even higher. Are you ever going to get your six pack back? I I would like to. I'm trying to drop. I'm trying to cut like a good ten pounds right now. It's too hard, man. It's difficult. When I try to lose weight, I gain weight because <laughs> it stresses me out. <laughs> so I miss you, it. You stress it, eat or what? Well, I don't know what it is, man. I feel like it's me being defiant. It's like you can't tell me what to do, so I just fucking <laughs> go ahead and eat. When I was a little kid with the quail eggs, I remember there was a soup that. Old Thai people would make at every funeral, okay? It's called kapot bla, which is the basically like fish maw. Um, like the, That's a dope-ass name. Kapot bla, right? <laughs> so that is fish maw. You know what fish maw is? Uh, the, what is that? It's kind of like it's kind of like fish tripe. It's like the lining of the stomach or some shit. Like it's like soft and kind of gelatinous, kind of fatty. Oh, but they I put it in a that. soup and it's soup with like, it's fish maw, bamboo shoots, and quail eggs. And it's kind of like a almost like a gravy-ish consistency, little 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 more watery than gravy. It's so fucking bomb, and they always serve it at funerals. And I love that soup. Just um, hope that somebody dies. Yeah, no, so I was be like, oh y'all, y'all, oh y'all got y'all going to a funeral? Okay, okay, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm there. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom is. Uh, how's Grandpa doing? Huh? <laughs> He looked a little sick the last time I saw him. I'm like putting on my bib. <laughs> yeah. Should we have a funeral for him soon? <laughs> Your mom's all mad. Like, what do you mean? She's like, no, oh, yeah, he just looked a little sick. <laughs> my mom's like showing me pictures of her friends. I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy's looking a little thinner than the last time. Uh, when, when you guys? Uh... <laughs> so we should prepare for his death real soon. <laughs> oh man, oh that's dark. That's um... <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture your dad. You're just like you're looking at your dad. Dad, you don't you don't look too hot, man. <laughs> you getting all fucking hungry and shit, salivating. Like like mom, time to go grocery shopping. <laughs> dad doesn't look too great. You know what's, you know what's great about these jokes is my dad would love it. Because uh, yeah. my dad loves I'm like literally one of the main reasons I feel like I can joke about death so much is because my dad always joked about death from when I was a little kid. Oh, for real? Yeah, like he would always joke about death and he would always say, you know what, one day I won't be here. And he was always making jokes. He would always say that when he's dead, he wants to be stuffed and positioned like this in my by my front door so people can high five me when they come in. That's fucking scary. Yes, horrifying. But but he's always joked about it, so I have no problem. You know, I'm never like weirded out by death. Would you ever talk. get a, a, a statue made of your dad? A statue? Like your dad, like in the back of your garden, and he's just out there, just <laughs> like this. Uh, I don't know about a statue. I'd do like a painting. You know what I want to do? Uh, uh, when I die, yeah. I want to be buried under a fruit tree, 
and just use my nutrients to create this fruit tree to grow. Okay. And then my ancestors, or my people who come after me, they could eat my fruit. Durian. No, not durian. <laughs> not durian. Like durian, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, like a peach tree or something. This is this fucking lemon because David was a bitter person. <laughs> <laughs> These beautiful lemons. It's like this wonderful durian tree reminds me of David. Fucking spiky exterior. Yes. Not very, very wanted, but only a few people who do like him really fuck with them. Yes, the few people that like it love it. I think that's the move, dude. I'm going to bury myself under a durian tree. <laughs> that's going to be great. What is his stench? It's David. <laughs> it's David. Just like how we remembered him. <laughs> Stinky as fuck. <laughs> Damn, I always say, um, when, when you die, do you actually like, you want to be buried or cremated? Uh, either or. My mom originally wanted to be cremated, and I actually just talked to her recently. Yeah. And I was like, so what do I do with your ashes when I cremate you if you die? Yeah. And she was like, I don't want to be cremated anymore. I want to be buried. Oh. I'm like, why? Oh, she's just like, I don't know. I just changed my mind. And I'm like, cool. She's like, well, if I had my ashes, what would you do with it? I was like, I'd just dump it in the toilet. <laughs> she's like, you piece of shit. <laughs> you know what some people do now is a thing. You can take the ashes, condense it into a diamond, dude. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's getting cremated for sure. Yeah, and then wear it, wear it on your teeth like a grill. <laughs> I think it's going to be a big-ass <laughs> fucking diamond, dude. I didn't know you could do that. How expensive is that shit? Um, I don't know, but I know it's it's actual process. I don't know if it's like real like diamond you find in the fucking like you know cave shit but it's, it's like carbon yeah it's some process where they like just you know f- just really just turn it into a diamond you know i don't know about the clarity and shit i didn't but. even know it was called cremated for the long time longest time i used to just call it getting roasted <laughs> like it was a, like it was like a fucking pork roast i was like oh is your parents gonna get roasted and they're like what is that like <laughs> cremated i'm like why is it cremated why is it cremated you're not turning into a cream i don't get it you turn into a cremate Ah, okay. <laughs> I I had no idea. Did you ever see um that screenshot of that conversation where uh um someone doesn't un- like the the mom doesn't understand what LOL stands for, so <laughs> they're like, hey, um Uncle Joe is in the hospital. He got into an accident, and mom's like, LOL. And then the girls like they're in the family group chat. They're like, mom, why are you putting LOL? She's like, lots of love. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm sending lots of love. <laughs> Dude, WTF? Why the face? <laughs> why? Why the face? What, why the, is, what is that from? Office. Ah, why yeah. the face? Yes, 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 yes. I'm cool. I'm hip. WTF? Why the face? <laughs> I love that show, dude. Oh wait, no, no, it's not from The Office. You're wrong. It's from Modern Family. It is Modern Family. Aha. That's right. It was the dad. Yes. I'm cool. I'm hip. WTF? Why the face? Why the face? Yes. Modern Family is so fucking funny. It's so dude. good, and that's so crazy that I caught that reference because I I stopped watching after like two seasons, but um yeah. That's in the first episode. Yeah. Well, look at you, dude. You know fucking everything. <laughs> Speaking of knowing everything, don't ever watch Jeopardy with this motherfucker. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever. This was like, out of nowhere, we're, we're watching Jeopardy, and it's some, some obscure. <laughs> Like history question, <laughs> and he goes, "What is Tenochtitlan?" And no, I'm like, was, "Why do you Why do you know this?" It was the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, what is the Spanish Inquisition? And they're like, "Correct." Why? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Look, I watched a lot of TV growing up, and when you watch a lot, of, when you consume a lot of media, you just kind of pick up random facts from different conversations and shit, and. um so David just happened to be at my house one night when I'm watching Jeopardy. I watch Jeopardy pretty religiously, all right? That's my shit. If y'all already heard the story on the podcast. Candy corn loving Jeopardy watcher over here, dude. <laughs> Sorry about it. Um, so I watch Jeopardy every day. And uh, 
You just happened to be there when I was on a fucking roll, son. I was killing that night. It was the most random <laughs> shit. He would know the most random things. I and, don't get it. And it was so funny because when he asked that final Jeopardy question, I was like, I didn't know that I knew it, but I was like, I think I know this shit. And so <laughs> I was like, please, in my head when I was like, yeah, what is Spanish Inquisition? Like, what is the Battle of Thermopylae? I'm like, why do you know that? Well, what is- I'll give you an example, dog. Even as a little kid, okay, watching Jeopardy with my family, because my dad was the one that would just put it on every day, right? And literally one time, final Jeopardy question, it was, you know, what is, or like this um, gland helps, you know, growth and whatever the fuck the question was. Every single contestant got it wrong. And I was like probably, I don't know, 10. And I was watching and I was like, what is the pituitary gland? And I got it right. Because of an episode of Salute Your Shorts on Nickelodeon where they had talked about the pituitary gland. And it's just like, and I remembered it. That's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I don't understand. I don't get it. You should go on Jeopardy. I think you'd smash. I would love to. Well, I wanted to, oh, I, like they stopped doing Celebrity Jeopardy. And one of my goals to becoming famous was getting to a, a clout level where I could go on Celebrity Jeopardy. Because the questions on that shit were so fucking easy. I would have definitely. They like, always dumbed it down for celebrities. They dumbed it down for celebs. And uh, so I watch Real Jeopardy now. And I'll be watching. I'm like, ah, I'm killing this shit low key. But I don't know if I'm like good enough to actually be on there. I hated Jeopardy as a kid. <laughs> Whenever they would turn that shit on, I'm like, please, I don't want to watch this boring shit. <laughs> I wanted to watch fucking Xena and watch Lucy Lawless yeah. and that little blonde girl make out. Gabrielle. Yes. Yeah. And I loved it. Me too, dude. The little sh- the little chakram or whatever that she would split and they would just slice people up. Dog, there was one episode of Xena where she's in like the bathhouse. You know, they would always be in the little spas and shit. And she fucking snatched her towel off to beat somebody up. And I was like, did I just see? Her side nipple. I think I just saw the side of her nipple and I fucking recorded it on a VHS because this is how invested I was into seeing this nipple. This wasn't some YouTube shit, right? Where you could just rewind it back 10 times. I got the VHS, I recorded it, rewinded it, slow mo it, fucking Xena nipple. For real? Yes. You know you could see her uh, full breast on a show. Yes. What's it called? Spartacus or something? Spartacus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's all naked now. But back then, for me, young Xena fan, never seen nudity on TV before, I was like, oh my God. Guess what? I'm YouTubing. Xena nipple. All right, y'all. Thank you for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. Hope you enjoyed our um, food commentary. Uh, uh, make sure you like comment share subscribe um subscribe to dudes behind the foods uh uh uh, rate us on itunes and spotify because that is uh it's good for us (laughs) i'm tim john the wrong suit and i'm david so bye Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread. Okay. Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? 
Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth watering cheeseburger but guess what hero bread is offering 10 percent off your order of their new recipe go to hero.co and use code dudes10 at checkout that's d-u-d-e-s-1-0 at h-e-r-o dot c-o i love it 